0: to another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda and today again I'm here with Sally Hart. Hi Sally. Hello Bettina. How are you? (laughs) I'm very well today, thank you. That sounds good. What have you been up to in Um, the last week? Okay, well actually at the
1: moment I'm um, in the process of planning my trip to America next month. Um... We're going to Chicago for the Closet Expo. So, wow, exciting! <laughs> it's super nerdsville, really. But um, <laughs> it's such a um, it's such a small industry here in Australia. So you know, c- considering I'm kind of supposed to be the closet expert, um, I'm really, really looking forward to going over there. And I'm um, I've been fortunate enough to be invited to stay with the major closet divas of America. So um, we're oh going to be. Oh my god. We're <laughs> the expo together and then um there's four women um from different states in america that are um we're all going to um rent an apartment afterward and we're doing tours of chicago and the architecture and you know so it'll be great so i'll be learning a lot of what what's hot and what's not and (laughs) what's brilliant in
0: closets and take your microphone your, your little uh, <laughs> phone and recording device with you because you can record some interesting insights for our listeners why well, yeah, not that so sounds interesting when is fun. that happening it's uh, mid
1: april so yeah i think it's the 14th of april it starts it goes for three days and um, we go out onto factories and, um, you know, we see lots of um, suppliers. Yeah, and, um, that's great. And how long are you going to stay then? Overall? Well, actually, then I'm going over to see another wardrobe manufacturer in New York. So oh, we're going to yeah. go and do the um, upmarket, you know, visiting a few closets at um, the high end in New York. So uh, I think I'm going to be gone. I haven't booked it officially yet, but I think I'll be gone for two weeks. Mm. So
0: um, Wow, that sounds very interesting. Yes, I think oh, We so. can't wait to hear that travel report. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? What have you been doing? Yeah, about? look, I've been actually working on a, a downsizing campaign with Howard Storage World. Yeah. Which is now moving along. It's uh, it takes a bit of time to get everything going, but um there will be in the um, uh one of the next catalogs there will be a downsizing topic and they um, they asked me to work with them. And I'm currently, I was first, my first job was to find a couple who downsized (laughs) to an apartment. And um, luckily through all my connections I have with all sorts of interesting people and one architect in Fairlight, I found a nice couple. They moved from a big five bedroom house to an apartment in Manly, and they are going to be our case study. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I just worked, um, I'm going to write actually a case study. So like, before, while and after downsizing what their frustrations were and how they solved it and now how they feel in their new apartment. And I've just been preparing the questions. And um, so next step is making um, like an appointment with um, them and doing the interview and then writing the piece. And then we'll have a um, a makeover as well in their house, yeah. in, their, in their apartment, um, which will be done by Howard's, And so that will all be happening in... April and yeah, so exciting times. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was working on, and what's coming up soon. Good, very good. And now, yeah, for today, what are we going to talk about today? We thought we pick up a topic, which is quite um, yeah interesting, and I guess everyone deals with it somehow. It's um, how to yeah how to move or downsize your hobbies with you when you move into a smaller space. Yeah. Because some people might have hobbies that take need a lot of space or they might have a garage where they had their workshop or an art studio or something and now they're wondering how to get that into an apartment or if at all they are able to even keep on doing their um, hobby or whatever they do in uh, in that new space. And I've actually put a little... Like a page in my book about this, I called it the garage workshop challenge. <laughs> and um, because I know some people might have, as I said, a workshop, or they paint and have like I know a lot of people who don't use their garage for cars, but for storage. for their for their storage and for their easels and their canvases and their all their paint stuff or their hobbies mm. if they do some other craft that needs a lot of space. And so, yeah, how could you work out? What to do with that or find a new home for your things and um, what options are there? And so we looked into a few Hmm, things. Maybe you want to start with one thing you found.
1: Well, I guess I was thinking, I was trying to think a little bit about the men. Yeah. Uh, because I think a lot of the time the women have, have well, I mean, you know, a lot of women have crafts that don't take up quite so much space. So, you know, often the man, he might be into woodwork or metalwork or brewing beer or whatever <laughs> it happens to, he might be into knitting as well. Um, but, you know, look, I, I think that the practical way to look at that from my point of view was let's say you can't accommodate that hobby in your home, um, going to something like a men's shed um, might be a good solution, um, or, a a guild. So, you know, if people would like to have a look, um, do a bit of a search, you know, there are guilds all over Australia, Mm. um, for whether any of those crafts and and many, many more. Um, and the great thing about that is you're going to find like-minded people. Mm. I mean, I know a lot of men like to work on their own and all that sort of stuff, but, um, that's probably a great thing when you're, you know, busy working, but you know, if you're downsizing and possibly, you know, you're not in the workforce anymore, getting out and taking your craft into the community could be a great thing. So, Mm. um, you know, locally where I live, there's a a men's shed, they're all over Australia. And the idea of the men's shed is that they work on projects together for the community. They are doing something that's a worthwhile project and, um, you know, they, they do all different things, whether it's gardening, woodwork or whatever. And the thing is, you know, for those men that have tools that are sentimental to them, if they haven't got somebody that they can pass them on to Mm. and they don't have anywhere where they can keep them in their new home, they can actually donate them to a men's shed and then they can go and work in the men's shed and they can still be with their tools. They might share them, but, um, you know, that's one way to do it. And it's another way to keep their hobby going. Um, It's a way to connect with the community, to be doing something Mm. good and ideally, hopefully, be making some social connections as well. Mm, that's a great idea, yeah. Yeah, so look, if you want to look up um, men's sheds or any kind of guild, you know, there's, um, like I said, there's metalwork guilds, woodwork guilds,
0: all sorts of guilds. Mm. Just do a search. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, yeah, so I found, um, I know actually from the area where I live, if um, a lot of women I know paint. Mm-hmm. And um, they use their garage as an art studio and now what what do I do with all my canvases and paint and and um, brushes and whatever you might have um, one idea is really to look at to google art spaces or um, creative spaces in your area I know we have in um, Balgaula where I live where there is an um, is an, an art space which is actually a gallery but they also rent out as like a a space in a bigger room so you wouldn't have your own room but you have like a corner where you can put your easel and your canvases and your paint and you can go there and paint and again connect with other artists or Mm. other women um who work there and um it's quite interesting because you it's a creative process and you can also get some feedback on your work you mm. know and you meet new people and so that's that's a great way It doesn't um i don't know how much that is there but it's just a matter of just researching calling these people but you could um you don't have to give up your hobby and if, if you need a lot of space. And then there's other places like, for example, in Warringah Council, we have uh, the Warringah Creative Space, which is basically a big hall, which they use, the council uses for exhibitions or events. But there's also the, the possibility to hire studio space. Mm. So that could be another option um, to find a way to keep on doing what you like to do. Um, Yeah, so this is – what else could we say here? Um, similarly along those lines, um, depending
1: on the area that you're in, I actually used to be a goal guide leader and um, the Guides Association and Scouts Association Mm. have a lot of really great infrastructure. They have a lot of big halls Mm. with great storage. Um, And sadly, that movement has sort of gradually died and there's a lot of disused um, scout halls and guide halls. So if you had a, communi- a group of people, whether it be men or women, you know, I know there's a lot of women that have all sorts of projects as well. Um, if you know that there's one of those facilities that are um, not being used any longer, the associations are pretty happy to rent that space out. Oh, yeah. And even while those units are still running... Um, you can rent, you know, those, um, the meetings, the the scout and guide meetings are usually run after school hours. So for people that might want the space during the day, Mm. those, um, facilities are are often available for hiring. And as I said, they do have storage areas. So Mm. each unit is different as to how much storage space they might be using in that facility, but. They are available um, for hire as well and,
0: and on a long-term basis it works. It's a very mutual benefit there. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it it all sort of goes back before you downsize. You you, you have to think about what you want to do after downsizing with your lifestyle, how you want to live and if you, you want to really keep up your hobby or if you are happy to sort of maybe give up that big storage space and then just meet a group of people where you can still do something, but you, without all that stuff you had before, you know, I mean, we we also talked about doing courses, of course, that's another option. There's lots of community centers or tapes or whatever, where you can do courses in that craft you're doing or just yeah. to meet other people. And maybe with through such a course, you, You meet new people and then another opportunity comes up and someone says, oh, I have that space and you can come and join me there or whatever you know it's this yes or you take your hobby you outsource your hobby
1: i mean i I know people that um work on historic ships um and um, you know they've been woodworkers and they're and they're men that retire and they love working with wood and they can no longer do it in their home so they go and join you know what what, sydney heritage fleet for example has volunteers and Mm. um i've met men there they're working on these magnificent tall ships um beautiful wood Work projects, and um, they actually get to go out and sail on them as yeah. well as work
0: on them. So um, yeah, that's a really great that's thing. That's another good thing. Or yeah. maybe, yeah, generally in museums, you could check if they need some volunteers for yeah. some sort of work, or yeah, National with, Trust with, with restoration so many, work, and yeah, that sort of yeah. thing. That would be quite likely as well. Another
1: another thing I was going to mention, and I have mentioned previously, but. Um, you know, the other idea of, um, okay, so maybe you don't have space for all of your tools and um, your tool bench, et um, that doesn't necessarily mean you can't downsize your um, craft projects because let's say you get rid of all of your tools and you want to hire something, you can go and hire a piece of equipment for a particular project and then return it. You can use OpenShed um, that I've mentioned before. It's openshed.com.au. And, um, people put, you, you, can put your stuff up there at Open Shed, and rather than getting rid of it, you can actually get a return on your, um, tools. They just basically get hired out through this process. Mm. And likewise, instead of you holding onto your tools, they can be making new money. And then when you want them, you can just go and hire them back from Open Shed, or, you know, like yeah, it's basically yeah. a bank balance sort of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, getting rid of your stuff from your place, putting it into somebody else's, but then still being able to access it, um, that might solve mm. a few problems as well.
0: The other thing I'm just looking at here in my notes is you could also just uh, maybe put a little ad in the local newspaper, you Mm. know, and just saying um, I'm – we describe your situation, what you want to do, and that you're looking for like-minded people. Actually, this is another thing I just have to mention. I know in Manly, there's a group of empty nesters that started with one couple who downsized from Northern Beaches to Manly, and they put an ad in the local – the Manly Daily – and I, I spoke to them a while, last year, a while ago, and they said to the. They just said we are downsizing the line, we would like to meet new people and other people, like mine people in that area or in Manly. And the first meeting they had over 100 people. Wow. So this is just a number of people who are looking to meet up with other people. So, and hmm. now I know um, basically they they don't. Like the guys who originally placed it, they don't organize this group. They just said, "Okay, everyone can look out for interested interested parties." You know, you don't like everyone. You, you can you maybe connect with a few. And then now, in the meantime, all these little other groups have formed, and people meet for going out or doing whatever. So I mean, this is just you could place an ad and just see what happens. It doesn't cost yeah, well the world, and you, you could form a co-op. Basically, it might be either, that somebody yeah. in that community actually
1: does have a shed.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't know what yeah, yeah. they And
1: um, yeah. yeah, no, that's great. I mean there's pre classifiers you can run as well. Yeah, so yeah. um that's this a great idea. And there's notice boards. I mean putting yeah. something up at your local yeah. shop as a notice board, you know. I mean I've supermarket, seen, yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen signs, you know, you know, shed garage required. In fact yeah. I actually rent my shed out on what? my property. Yeah. <laughs> so there are people with facilities, you know, yeah. like, likewise, you know, people that might want, you know, that don't have a shed and then there's plenty of people that do actually have yeah. space something that's not not
0: being used and And it's just sometimes ask something and you get an answer exactly yeah Yeah. yeah. that's right yeah cool so do we have anything else um well not really not really
1: basically just yeah kind of outsourcing getting together outsourcing um, yeah
0: it's all about yeah just googling searching a bit and then just asking other people that's basically um
1: Yeah, I guess the the point is is don't give up
0: on your hobby because you don't have the space in your
1: own apartment. Think a bit more laterally and see if either someone else has space and wants to share it. Whether it's hiring it or you know mm. whatever you do something in return or you just you know, find a community area yeah, that yeah. can provide for that
0: mm. yeah maybe you have some other ideas it would be great to hear from you so you yeah. could email us um, or email me um, it's uh, Bettina B E T T I N A at bD dot net au and um, yeah email me and, and we are happy to talk about. <laughs> Or to present your ideas in a future podcast. Yeah, that'd
1: be great. It'd be great to hear and, what people um, are doing in managing that sort of thing. It'd yeah, very, very
0: interesting. Or go to the website, um, DownsizeWithStyle website, um, DownsizeWithStyle.com. There you find also a contact um, button where you can email me via the website if you want. Yeah, so that, um, I think, brings us to the end of this week's podcast. And um, it would be great if you could leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Uh, To help promote the show, that would be very much appreciated. And otherwise, if you want to connect with us, maybe, Sally, give your details. um, Where can people reach you? Um, You can get me at
1: www.cleverclosetcompany.com.au. Yeah, love to hear from you if you need me in any way. Always happy to help.
0: Yeah, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter as well. Yeah, we are
1: on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. I don't know what my Twitter thing is. I don't do that. I know yours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sally's at Clever Closet Co and I'm at BD Color Design on Twitter and we also have Facebook pages that just type in um, the company names and you will find them yeah so hopefully um, you enjoyed this podcast and we will talk to you soon then have a good week thank you bye bye